Welcome back, my Rishas. Football is a mixed bag of emotions. This season, especially so. And our mixed bag contains, for most part, disappointment. Um, adding on to that towards the end of the season, total capitulation at the Mestaya against Valencia. And I'm still in shock as to what happened. The match didn't seem like it wanted to end. Um, I even felt like joining in in the brawl. But here we are, still talking about it. I have Javier today with me. And welcome back to another episode of the Let's Be Real podcast. Madridistas, another defeat in La Liga, a uh, harsh one because we lost against Valencia that was struggling with relegation. We, we have a missed opportunity to uh, put the final nail in their coffin, but it seems like we have to wait uh, another season probably because I, I think this is the end of the relegation struggle for Valencia. So congratulations on that. Uh, another mediocre season by Valencia, but uh, yeah, that that statement should be suspended. You know, for me, it's clear as day that uh, La Liga is rotten. La Liga is is done. It's a it's a product that is no longer sustainable. So I only hope that the Spanish uh, authorities, not the not La Liga, but Spanish authorities, do something because. It seems like the Vinicius uh, is the is to blame, but I think Vinicius is the consequence of the uh, ambience of the Spanish uh, people, at least the ones that go to stadiums. The so, system is rotten. I mean, it there 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 isn't any more excuse. I mean, how can you defend this? Literally, the best player in the league, and this is what you do to him week in and week out. We had away games. We we play Champions Leagues where he is probably the most respected, the most feared player on the pitch, Bar Benzema. And then we come back to this week in and week out. There's just there doesn't seem to be a solution. Uh, there's nobody involved. There is no action. Yeah, man, it's just total. It just wrapped up the mood of the evening. It was just shit, more or less. Yeah, I mean, if you. Uh, if you want, we can talk about the game and uh, like the styling of the game. Uh, it was. It, it seems to me that in the first half, only uh, Eduardo was trying to, you know, like show himself in in his right spot, you know, in the midfield. Nothing about anyone. No one was trying to to do something special. Um, and then at the end, uh, a goal, a, a dumb mistake, if you ask me, by Ferland Bendy, that's just stop. Just stop and don't go for the ball. I mean, it's, he's getting uh, his confidence back, but I think it's probably his last minutes in the Real Madrid shirt. That's what it looks it's like. I mean, Mendy, Mendy is playing like a player who is just looking to go out. I mean, it's pretty sure he has his foot out 
for the summer window and yeah he was caught ball watching i don't know like throughout the game all of the attacks that came in uh just came in through his side and i mean i'm not saying that lucas vasquez is perfect but uh a good performance i would say up to his standards uh but from perlan mendy and from i mean we went from saying nothing about perlan mendy because he was week in and week out consistent great and then we went to this i honestly don't know what to say because it's been i can't even say terrible it's been it's been such a fall off that it's it's crazy even to think about it yeah man what a game what a game it's just even another you know like like i said another new opportunity because us we been me especially i think that i would i spoke myself uh, trying to to play with Shomini and Kamavinga in the midfield um today was the day that we finally uh, saw that at least for 45 minutes and nothing happened i mean there's not special nothing special about uh, valencia's midfield you know and they completely just i mean it's it's hard to switch on after that brutal defeat on wednesday so the the momentum was gone they have nothing else to to play for the second place and we can talk about the chat i, I mean i i saw raul is posting on on the chat uh, a few comments yeah uh, really quickly uh rahul is uh is a returning viewer for us welcome back rahul who is also uh sadly unfortunately uh for everybody involved he's an athletic fan uh so yeah man um congrats rahul on the win today i guess um he's uh, he's he he has a lot of uh i want to say uh laughing crying emojis uh yeah yeah man uh the less said about your team the better uh at least in the context of today's game and in the context of today's fans the less said about your team the better so let's just move ahead i'm not going to mention it you're not going to mention it and here we go he also says a uh, wardred um so var for us today um hmm. i don't know I mean, a lot of questionable stuff uh from the sidelines from the refereeing from the main referee on the pitch i mean i guess couldn't have handled it a lot better uh but towards the end towards i mean all of the stuff that happened after let's say 80 minutes the yeah. refereeing was questionable uh to say the least uh the second yellow we just got shown the the clip where the players went down nothing as to what caused the incident the second yellow is it deserved probably but it could have just ended i don't know much better uh yeah man i just don't know my head is spun from this uh i guess somebody else also just put in the chat um who was it somebody said uh hasan says the combination of ancelotti ball and the events that took place have my head on jupiter yeah man hasan just just yeah same same bro i don't even know what to say yeah javier you were you were saying yeah like we said, we, we we can i don't know maybe count with the with one hand the games that we don't have nothing to talk about any referee you know it's it's impressive the the amount of bullshit that Real Madrid and especially Vinicius has to deal 
you know it's 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 unbearable i i, I only wish that uh, something need to change i mean in a, in an ideal world uh, probably real madrid would play in another liga you know just just be out of this 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 crap one thing is uh, the natural cause that you are the best team in history of la liga or probably the best team in the world so of course you, you you're going to create um, a huge rivalry here and there you know like atletico barça bilbao uh, sevilla you name it and especially valencia they've been crying about uh, some transfer from 25 years ago and they're still bitching about it so that that being said the animosity that you have to deal when you go to mistaya is expected you know it's 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 usual the the, the thing is uh, one thing is you you chant against Real Madrid as an institution you can call us uh Casa de Papel or you name it we don't fucking care but when you especially uh, uh your insults towards a, a player and beyond that racist insults it's it's and beyond, it's not the first you know, time either and it's not the first time either it's a repeated offense and it keeps happening throughout the season and la liga is doing fuck all about it it's uh it's not a surprise at this point anymore but the least you can do is send off the guy who at least started it send off the section that started it just just do something yeah like why do we have to sit here every week and talk about the same thing because it's racist abuse and it's directed at vinny and nothing's happening and fuck all is happening and for all la liga does for all the advertising for all the stuff that be put up with this is inexcusable i don't know i don't even know what to say like what the hell man it's it's a like like you said um, it's it's the product of la liga it's no longer valuable you know the only thing that makes valuable la liga is probably real madrid and barcelona it, that's it, that's it, that's the product you know we watch uh, 30 plus uh, weeks of football because we expect either madrid or barca to win it's a boring it's a boring product you know they the the ratings and crumble and and they try to cover the the allowing the expression the dead bodies under the rock because um they they want to advertise even more you know like they want to sell the product of la liga but the, once again uh if you are an investor if you are someone to who enjoys watching football you cannot enjoy watching this you know you and i and also in the chat uh, we struggle to to watch these kind of things because we love real madrid and we love to watch Vini and we love to watch tibo but at the end of the day if you ask me i would rather watch i don't know the game uh, earlier today you know the bundesliga game from uh, borussia versus uh, 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 augsburg Mm-hmm. So it's 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 more enjoyable, you know. They play better football because they allow the players to play. They don't go at the players. I, of course, the like I don't know who mentioned it in the chat. I, I think it was Farouk. Like every major country in the world has racist problems. Every country in the world is not exempted. But when you allow that uh, a public event, it's more towards who's going to insult Bini that how Bini can play, that's that the, the balance is, is is no longer there, you know. The if you watch a game from Real Madrid as a Real Madrid fan, 
you you are almost expecting the same amount of bullshit for Vini that magic uh, that Vini creates. You know, color assist here and there, insult to racism, uh, a fight with the referee. I mean, sometimes it's Vini's fault, but more often than not, it's one provocated. Once again, today a red card. He's not gonna play the next game at least because I expect they gonna prolong the the suspension because he clapped to the referee on his way out and then the 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 gesture of Bini that uh, Valencia is it's going to second division I mean I can only hope if if any is Valencia's fan is on the chat I can only hope this season or next season I, I I truly hope that you go to the second division you have no uh your downfall is impressive i hope uh, you disappear in the next 20 years or so because you're a, a crappy team you know like you enjoy uh, helping Barca. you still have uh you know been under investigated with the change with neto and Silicon. so i mean there's no team in, in the liga that has nothing to Nothing to celebrate. Nothing to celebrate. There's, there, there. They have, they have a call and they keep denying us. And today, I mean, it's it's one of those stadiums where to go to Mestaya is a is a pain in the ass, uh, putting it lightly. Um, just because it doesn't even feel like the fans are there to support the team. They're just there to just uh, give us the middle finger. Um, yeah. And yeah, our record has been substantially painful there. Uh, also to be expected, but to continuously racially abuse a player, uh, target him. Literally, I think I agree with Mo who said in the chat that the, the, the end product of all of this will be that Vini will not enjoy playing La Liga anymore and will look for better places to play. And that would be a, a loss, not only for us in, in the context of La Liga, but also in football. I mean... The greatest players in the world deserve to play for Real Madrid. Um, and Vini yeah. is definitely the best in his position in this season. Yeah, dude. If Vini wasn't a Madridista, a true Madridista, like hard uh, tattooing his blood, he would ask for a transfer. No doubt. Why would what else would you expect someone to 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 sustain this? If, if you are not Madridista, you have not nothing to prove to anyone. You already won a Champions League. You already won every single major title with this shirt. So the fact that is, uh, I, I truly admire him and makes me love him even more. That the the, the, the thing is, Vini is Madridista, and Vini knows that. Okay, I have to to sustain this bullshit uh, one week, one week not. You know, like. To be able to to have to deal with this bullshit every 15 days, it's it's impressive. And they see and this uh, the narrators are saying like, oh, oh, Bini, Bini commits a, a a dumb mistake. He needs to grow up. And and I was like, so you're saying that one guy that has been racially abused every single minute for the past 20 minutes of this game, and then. If you watch the the play that um, Bini goes out, first the goalkeeper uh, I have I have no idea how to pronounce that name, and and, and then another Valencia player grabbed him by the neck. You know, like yeah. he just he was like a judo uh, wrench, and they said, Ah, oh Bini Bini has to know better. No, the other 
the other guys too. Every single yeah. guy in the world. Yeah. Everybody's everybody responsible for the whole thing. I mean, we have Hassan in the chat saying the keeper attacked him, then someone put him in a headlock and dump, then someone else pushed him, yet Vinny got sent off. Uh, Madrid TV says they don't show the headlock, but they show the Vinny incident. That's La Liga for you. And Sunaid says, uh, VAR, Vinny got put in a fucking headlock. Uh, who employs these uh, nice people? I, I mean, I, I know, I know who, and once again, I know who employed these 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 fellows. You know, like the owner. I, I have to talk about this once again because it seems like no one cares. The owner of the Media Pro, the the guys that uh, rule the bar, is one of the guys that bailed out Barca. He's directly involved yeah. in Barca. Mm -hmm. How on earth? Does this is allowed? That's the only reason that we saw that Vinny's uh, red card, and we don't saw the other two or three or four. Or we can we have like a long shot, like fifty yards from that. Exactly. And we, we just, have we, we, we just shown that there are twenty-two players uh, moving in a moving like a fucking Beyblade, and then we don't even know what's happening. It's it's frustrating for three parts. The first part, obviously, that uh, something more serious has happened, like literally minutes before. They don't show us what happened. They don't show us any, if there are any consequences. They don't even implement those consequences. There's nothing there. The second part, uh, it's been yellow card season since the beginning of the game. There's been a lot of dives. There's been a lot of pulls. There's been a lot of kicks. Things that go unpunished. Things that go just barely looked at. And then this happens and we aren't even shown a proper, uh, a proper scene as to what happened, how, what caused it. We're, we're being shown three second clips of Winnie just 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 pulling just pushing something somebody and then people go down and the next thing that we see is a second yellow card i don't even know javier this this is a game that deserves to be forgotten and this is a the, as you said the team itself uh i would prefer if they got relegated but but seeing them play today you could hardly believe that they were 13th in the league uh I guess it's a matter of us either giving up or not having the motivation to just completely pull through. About the game itself, we have uh, Sunaid in the chat saying, controversy aside, did we deserve to win? Absolutely not. And that's the sentiment that's been echoed like worldwide by all, all the Madridists are seeing the game today. It's been shambles. I mean, from the from the first moment, at least. the One of the things that I had in mind is that Kamavinga was playing uh, in his national position, midfield. Great, we have a proper left back again. Was that left back up to the task? Absolutely not. Uh, I'll tell you something that I thought of in between the game. Uh, if you ask me at the beginning of the season, if I had a bingo card at the beginning of the season, I would not have the fall off of Ferlan Mendy on my cards. I would also yeah. not have uh, Mamardashvili turning into prime Buffon, literally towards the end of the season. Like, what? It's... Frankly, yeah. it's unbelievable the number of saves that he that he pulled out. Uh, but then again, props to Kotoa, man. I mean, he it, it felt like he was the only one uh, actually playing, actually, who gives a shit. Uh, yeah, good saves from both ends. I think they were like five saves uh, until the 90th minute. And the game went on for another uh, 15, 20 minutes, I want to say. Uh, of which, uh, I think... Mamadashvili had like 10 minutes of the ball. Just uh, he made a lot of saves and that will go very well in his highlight section when he decides that he wants to get the fuck out of Valencia and then go to a club that actually deserves his performance. 
Yeah, about the game, Javier. Uh, frankly, first, a summary as to what you're thinking when you, when you saw the game. What happened towards the end? I mean, it, 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 it's hard to talk about football today because I, I don't saw any of it. You know, uh, if I saw football today, it was only in Valencia and probably a few players here and there by Kluber, but nothing else, nothing special of, of any of those 25, 26 guys, almost 30 guys that played today because I think uh, Valencia made five changes and I think Madrid made yeah. four. Yeah. So nothing special about any of those. I mean, uh, I, I don't know why he saw uh, Eduardo. I, I mean, if it was tactical, sure. If he was because he wants to recover his knee, why do you play uh, him? But you start him anyway, yeah. Yeah, but after that, I, I mean, if you want, we can talk about the the, the players that uh, still under negotiations. You know, like it seems like basically it's done deal by for Tony and Luca. Mm -hmm. uh, Asensio's proposal is almost done deal i think he has a premier uh, league side i don't know if aston villa something like that uh, as well and i think he, i think ceballos is it's it's gonna be you know like okay so what do you expect in real madrid like okay i can give it to you if you want to be a rotational player you can still do that if you want more money there's a way and you can go elsewhere you know, and natural. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not how to feel. I'm not sure how to feel about natural because if natural didn't play today, and he said like, "Oh, my decision is not gonna change over if I play or not." But I think. I think it is. I think he's like, "Come on, today, why don't start natural instead of either Moody, Rudiger, or Militao?" So yeah. show show your second captain or third captain some respect, mm -hmm. but. I don't know the like like uh, if you want to talk about any of those guys or you can or you can talk about the the thing that uh, this major transfer either uh, you know like big uh, signings mm -hmm. and also I expect a lot of uh, departures in Real Madrid. I mean I expect at least five to eight players changing. I mean I don't think it's possible, but. If you ask me, that would be ideal, you know, because we have so, so many spots that it's undercover. And at least I, I don't know any position that we have like well covered, probably left wing with Pini and, and Rodrigo, but nothing else. I mean, and, and center backs. Probably. That's the only. Yeah. We have Deron Hunter in the chat saying, I think it's time for the board to go. I think it's time for this board to go. Not properly investing in the squad for the past three seasons is wild. This team needs about five to six starting players. So he, I think he, he, he's mentioning that we need to bring in five to six uh, major players. Uh, if you've seen Real Madrid's transfer strategy, that is just simply out of the question. We could have a couple of big transfers, or we could have three or four small transfers which hopefully will pay out at the end, towards the end, as has happened with Kamavinga and Chomini, or with Vinny and Rodrigo. So stuff that you don't really trust in the beginning, but uh, it, it has a magical way of working out towards the end. 
uh, as to contract negotiations, uh, the Aston Villa news is confirmed as in they have an offer on the table. And now it's with Asensio as to what happens. Nacho might be on his way out. Uh, again, I think I agree with you completely. I think starting today, I mean, giving him a start today would have been a proper uh, vote of confidence uh, in keeping Nacho around, you know. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, all the other stuff are pretty uh, straightforward with Modric, with Cruz. It's a, an automatic renewal as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and they, I mean, everybody prefers having them as backup options. I mean, even my heart lifted when I saw them come in as substitutes towards the end, uh, even though nothing happened. Uh, we also need, we also probably need a lot of uh, set-piece practice uh, with the amount of corners and free kicks that we draw. It's uh, it's a crime that none of them have been converted uh, and it has been going on for quite some amount of time. I mean, I hope the people that we get are actually tall people who properly know how to head a ball uh, into the back of the net. It seems to be that it's just not happening. Yeah, please go on, Javier. Okay, yeah. It's not even the, I mean, I don't agree with uh, the fact that we need six uh, starting players. It's, it's not true. Uh, ideally, we need probably just two, you know, uh, a left back. Uh, we need a left back like we need water. And I don't know who else. Probably. A uh, right back, I, back I, I so, if, probably. Yeah, but, but yeah, and, uh, they say like, oh, the plan goes, uh, I, I was reading just today that the plan for Ramadid is to, in the right, we have Carvajal and Lucas Vasquez, one more year. Mm -hmm. And uh, at this at this point in my life, I, it, it, it just, just kill me, you know? If that's yeah. the plan, just kill me right away. I have nothing against uh, <laughs> those guys. Those two are legends, but if you ask me the the, the Carvajal is a, a, a player for big games and nothing more. And, and Lucas Vasquez is a, a right wing converter. So yeah. you cannot play one more season with that. And if Odrio Sola leaves, what, which is expected, why don't bring someone from Castilla? I don't know. Something, something to just make a, a little change here and there. And if Mendes goes and we expect him to leave, we need two left backs. We cannot have like Alaba or uh, Kamabing as an option. It should be the third option, not the second option. Yeah, you know? that should be the last yeah. option on the table. Not having, I mean, playing Kamabinga there, it's had its rewards throughout the season, mostly because people didn't expect it. I, I, I don't think the other teams were prepared for a, for such a creative left back. First off. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, we, we need a left back. We also need a, we need a restructuring, but nobody knows what to do. Uh, at least it seems to me that the backups coming in are backups for the positions that we have. We also need a proper number nine backup for Benzema. And it just doesn't, it hasn't worked out. Let's put it that way. We've been trying with number nines in the past. Uh, the transfers definitely suggest that we've been trying. It just hasn't happened. Uh, we have Farouk chiming in saying uh, five to six players. I also want a Maserati, but neither is happening. <laughs> yeah, Farouk, yeah, I mean, probably. yeah. And and also, but yeah, we need five or six players. Yes, but not five or six stars. 
you know, like like you said, a number nine, we need that uh, because the number nine position at Real Madrid, it seems like to be one of the most controversial spots in the world, you know, like every big team had options, you know. We we, we also have uh, Julian Alvarez has been benched because they have Erwin Brau Haaland and even Juventus have Blaubic and you know, like you name it, Inter had uh, Lukaku and uh, what's the name of this guy? He's from Bosnia, Tseko. And Man United had options, you know, like every every team had options. And we like, okay, it's Benzema or nothing. And I was yeah. like, okay. And if Benzema fails to convert, then it's nothing. Uh, Benzema's just there. Benzema, Benzema dropping in deep has been saving our asses for a lot of points the past season and this one. But it's just not a proper solution. If Benzema fails to fire, if Benzema doesn't get the shot off um, like we saw today, Again, uh, props to Mahamar Dashvili for turning into Prime Buffon, but that doesn't take away from the fact that we could have, should have, would have scored if Benzema was the Benzema that he was of last season. Yeah, the, that that definition for today is uh, like the, the, the I think it was the last save of the of the game. Mm-hmm. We also that Casemiro made something spectacular yesterday. Yeah, I love. I, with a harder uh, definition. So for me, it, it, it's, I, I get you have to, you know, like support Benzema. It's your key player is the Ballon d'Or winner. Okay. He's also a conference but, player who in the best of times. Yeah. But yeah. He, 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 he needs to realize that you cannot play with the same player if he had a bad game. No one is perfect, you know, mm-hmm. and Benzema more than not had, had bad games here and there. So. Whenever he had a bad game, it seems like Carletto and everyone is is afraid to source him. You know, like, come on. The the problem uh, for today's game is that Benzema touched the ball like three times mm-hmm. in the first 45 minutes, I, I think. And, and in the second uh, half, he was like also motivated. But but the fact that Rodrigo and Vini was, was trying to motivate him, you know, like I saw a few players that Rodrigo goes to the to a, to the pressing. And that uh, pushed Benzema to do so, but it, it, it seems it needs to be Benzema first, or the striker first, and then yeah. Rodrigo. So the, the best uh, motivation for Benzema was when he was competing with Iguain for a spot. Mm-hmm. And we also that how how much uh, how better is Benzema than than Iguain? I'm not saying Iguain is bad, but I'm saying that uh, Benzema was so much better. So he lacks motivation now, you know, like he was so often compared like, oh, when Ronaldo leaves, he's, he's going to be bottled. And he wasn't. He was a spectacular. One season for greatness, you know, like 2021 uh, is the the season to to, to enlighten everyone who, who wants to play that position. But either he, he's going to retire or he's going to continue playing. If you continue playing, you need to improve. Mm-hmm. And and you're not getting any younger. So why do you, if you love Real Madrid, allow Real Madrid to bring someone new to play these kind of games with your switch off or when you don't have nothing to do? And, you know, like play a lot of games, you know, like I remember when we used to have like Rodrigo, uh, sorry, Ronaldo and Van Nistelrooy and Huntelaar at the same time. 
Yep. And now it seems like we are scared to 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 to, to substitute. You know, like it's to it's just it's it's also a question of squad depth, which we obviously don't have and which we obviously don't plan to invest in, which is the scary part. It's it's not about having I don't know, a bunch of players who can play in each other's positions as was meant to be. It's it's all patch solutions. And it's not proper solutions. You know what I mean? We don't have players designed for each position. I think the plan as we move forward would be to bring Rodrigo into that number nine, train him because he's malleable enough, he's young enough, and he has the fucking balls to do it and play Fede Valverde in the right wing. Uh, it, it, I, I just don't know. But the transfers that we talk about, I mean, we keep reinforcing the midfield and expecting that to be the the the, the end all one solution to everything, uh, and we're still in talks uh, to reinvigorate that midfield. Uh, but then we'll hold off on that discussion until we get a proper panelist on uh, that might be coming soon. We will have a proper preview with somebody from Dortmund anyway. Uh, but the decision as to those transfers, the rumors there, we'll just settle it then. And we also have a lot of new content coming, and we are really, really close to that 1K. Uh, so if you if you're new here, just please subscribe, just uh, leave a like to help us with the algorithm. If you're old, uh, and I don't know, tell some friends, get us to that 1K, man. Yeah, sorry for the for the off-topic stuff, Javier. Uh, a couple Daddy. of <laughs> a couple of comments before we go in. Uh, Hassan says, how can Solo, Fran Garcia, as the left back, uh, we will be there. Fran Garcia seems to be uh, interested and we also seems to be in negotiations for a left back. So Fran Garcia, hoping he can actually uh, be the solution. Or even Jao Cancelo, who seems to be uh, with Bayern. It's either in or out and he seems to be more out than in. Uh, even though Tuchel says he wants to keep him, I I don't I don't see it happening. I, I don't really know what to say. Uh, and Sunaid says, is Benzema finished? Um, that last chance, prime Benzema finishes it. I mean, talking about missed chances, Sunaid also said, uh, Fede chance, simple decision to put it either corner. Yeah, man, we were shooting at the keeper uh, all game long. And the Fede from this season's beginning, uh, scoring goals just for fun, just running up the numbers, even making bets with Carlito, just uh, isn't the same anymore. It also, it's been a grueling season. It's been, I mean, we're all human and we understand that. But you get a split second to bury it and it should be instinct with these players and be expected from all of them. Uh, the balls that flew a bow head from the crosses, uh, the simple passes that just weren't going through for the past four or five games, I want to say. It's all been disappointing and it's been leading up to this moment. Um, and yeah, one of the things that will come out of games like this is that it will place a question mark on Carlo's future. Uh, it's something for the chat to battle it out. Carlo in or Carlo out, man. It's, it's not an easy decision um, and it's not one that we take lightly because a proper successor is hard to find. There's just no right answers. It's all risks. Uh, people say Raul um, and Raul says no. Yeah. It, just, it, just, it, it doesn't seem to be that there are proper answers. 
Yeah, any other mischances that we that we need to talk about, Javier, just before moving on from that topic? I mean, the 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 the, the further one is the 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 clearest for me. You mm -hmm. know, like uh, Fede, they they say Fede has been playing with a, a foot injury for a lo very long time. Mm -hmm. Once again, uh, if Fede is not hundred percent fit, and you have nothing to, to left to to play for the the Champions League uh, is I think it's done like I Grand Social is like what 10 points behind us yeah. so give it the rest necessary for the the players that need it so definitely um, even with Kamavinga the same thing right I mean why are we playing yeah. essential players in games like this when you especially when you're facing Valencia in their home ground why uh, it just doesn't matter. The season's I mean, finished, as far as we are concerned. Everything else is just you, details. Yeah, but but today was different because, like I, I like we said in, at the first, you know, we have the opportunity to to push them to relegation. So if that's your motivation, you, you're not gonna say it. You know, like it, sure. it, it will be bad as you, it will be bad as an institution to to say like, oh no, I'm playing my starting man because I want to relegate Valencia. But if what if was that the case? I will expect something more for our players, you know, like you, Real Madrid as an institution hate Valencia and Valencia hate Real Madrid and With a passion, but also yes. Valencia, yeah, yeah, Valencia hates Real Madrid players, but Real Madrid players don't fucking care about Valencia, you know, because why would, why would they, you know, like Valencia, it's not relevant for the title race for the past, I don't know, 20 years, I think he, their last title was 20 years ago, something like that. So, uh, Camavinga is was born like 20 years ago. So, the last time Valencia mattered was 20 almost when Kama was in pre Camavinga. Yeah, you know? it's uh, it's yeah. BC before Camavinga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but okay. So, you, you were saying like, okay, Frank Garcia, I think he's done deal, uh, mm -hmm. and Casello for me, probably it's a, it's a good option, you know, like. But we have to deal with with Bayern and City or just City. I don't I don't know. Like if we if it is Bayern, probably it would be easier. But because City, I don't I, I don't think City is gonna ne negotiate with us easily. They just don't need uh, the money. I mean, why just yeah yeah? But yes, they don't need the money. But yes, but they don't uh, want Casello. It's it's because it's us asking. It's a uh, yeah true. Yeah. Yeah, if it was anyone else, they go, ah, okay, I give it for free. And if we ask uh, for Cancelo, they're, like, they're going to be like 50 million quid or something like that. Yeah. And also, I, I was hearing the news like, they, Ramadi would try to push for Alfonso Davis. I would love that. I just don't see and it happening. He, Literally, one of my favorite uh, defensive players in the current generation, but I don't see it happening. It's just, it's not an easy negotiation ever. To no. free Alfonso Davis from Bayern is a different beast altogether. We'd have to pull out all the stops, and frankly, I just don't see it happening. I mean, the, the only um, point in our favor it's it, I, I, I read something a few months ago that uh, he has struggled with mental issues and he wants to leave, you know, like Bundesliga. So Bayern being a club that involves with their players like like okay I don't want you to leave you're crucial for this uh, project but if you're gonna be miserable uh, 
I will let you go. Like I, I, I see this kind of fire in, in that regard that if not because he they don't want him because they who on earth don't want Alfonso Davis, but uh, just like okay, I, I really want to move because I don't feel very good. I don't know if it's Germany, I don't know if it's Munich or something, or I don't know what happened to him. Like, because for the first part of the season, he was like completely gone, you know, like the, the one Alfonso David that we we so all loved last to. season, yeah. It just wasn't yeah. there. The magic wasn't there, the pace even at the World Cup, you know. Even at the World Cup, I think something happened to him because it was the first time that Canada goes to the World Cup in I don't know God knows how much and then mm -hmm. had a terrible Canada had a terrible World Cup, so probably that affects him. I don't know. But who else? You know, like I was waiting today. For me, it's still bullshit. You know, like they saying like, oh, finally Harry Kane is gonna is gonna come. Harry Kane is not gonna come. And we don't care, man. What are we doing? We're just replacing Benzema with the step-down version of Benzema. Hey, what's the point? Yeah, if you ask me, I would love to bring Harry Kane like in 2017, something like that. You know? Yeah, like, five years before. Harry Kane from five years before would have fit in. But then he, yeah, he just, uh, yeah, he's the England captain. What do you expect? Do some Blahovic. Again, Juventus too expensive. Juventus is not going to him from free. Yeah, again, it just won't happen. And we have Dennis the Great saying, why are we not linked to Osimhen? He's a good player. He's passionate. He would fit us. Again, the price tag is, it would be bonkers. It just, yeah, it, it the logistics of it will not work. Uh, Sunay replies to it saying, uh, Osimhen is at least 150 mil. In reality, do you think we're going to move that mad? First off, uh, no. And lastly, no. Just it, It's just not happening. It's not going to happen because for Real Madrid to do two 100 plus million signings in one summer, we need to sell for 100 million. You know, like we can bring Osimhen if we sell someone around 100 million. And that's Bini, Fede, um, Rodrigo, Camavinga, and we're not going to sell them. So uh, we can we can make a, a signing for 100 million. We expect to bring Bellingham for, for that amount of money, but uh you can bring bellingham and two or three players good players but to bring superstars we need we, we need to sell you know we yeah. don't have this unlimited uh all the money we don't have this unlimited uh, uh palancas we we don't and yeah. that's probably also the reason that uh, real madrid as an institution is is so solid because they don't make this kind of mistakes you know for me, I'm not saying that bringing Osimhen or bringing someone like, I don't know, Colomani would be a mistake. I'm just saying that uh, spending that amount of money and don't bench Benzema. Because if you if you have a, a hundred million player, you need to start him. You know, like it, that's that's the unimplied uh, yeah. deal. That's it's also the fact that they've been burned before with a hundred million deal who's who's currently sitting on a bench and will be leaving. Uh, for what I hear is on a free uh, at the end of the season with Hazard going away, is that we've been burned with uh, with phenomenal players who, who have proven themselves and risen to the top of the world just to come to us and sit on the bench. Uh, it's just, it's one of those things. Um, 
it, it has to be a really, really calculated move, or it has to be somebody who comes in through the ranks. Uh, again, we're not starting Castilla players. We're not giving them enough chances. It's one of those things that you expect from Carlo Ancelotti teams that there's a fixed starting lineup. It changed a little bit today, as I think Sunaid said in the chat about the midfield. On paper, the midfield of Kama, Ceballos, Chomini should have been bonkers and it was so underwhelming. Nobody apart from Chomini did anything. I think I personally, I feel like Ceballos did some of the heavy lifting. But then again, that is because he was in a lot of places because of his pace, because of the, 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 the effort that he puts in. Uh, and our right side at some point, I think between 55 and 75 minutes, the right side looked really threatening. Uh, we had some chances, we had some shots at goal that ended up right in the gloves anyway. But yeah, uh, it's it's a frustrating game and I don't know where we go forward from this. Um, and we can all suggest answers, but finally it's up to Carlo and it's up to the board to, to foot the bill fundamentally yeah. and yeah just make the deals happen we also don't have as javier just said oil money or pockets that are lined with the lawyers just to say again i keep bringing this up i don't think Haaland was a 70 million deal like how does that even make sense it has to be like 200 million buried somewhere in some offshore accounts i'm sure we can probably probably have some offshore accounts and uh yeah let's not just go there <laughs> Uh, the the Haaland 60 million deal is it smells exactly the same as the Neymar like 45 millions and and even now this this week they they, they say like oh this is a, a payment for Barça to uh, a, a few companies uh, for that being you know like managed by Neymar's dad between 2000 and 15 to 2017 something like that so we're gonna find out you know like uh, the highland family had a, a castle in abu dhabi here uh, very soon we're gonna hear about because you and i both know how valuable was uh, highland to Dortmund, and if they want to sell uh us bellingham for 100 plus it's easy i mean easy 150 million for Halo. Definitely. Easy. No, no. It's also oh. the fact that uh, they they put out a press conference just um, towards the end of last season before all the transfer actually started, just between all the transfer saga market news that he there's yeah. no way that he was going for less than 150 million and that they know that Man City and Real Madrid are interested. Uh, we also had news coming out from Mbappé's camp that said that Mbappé didn't want to play, didn't want to be an option uh, next to Haaland playing in the same team. Uh, again, that's all press releases towards the end of the season from Mbappé, Mbappé's camp, which is uh, a smart way of, 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 of navigating the modern game. But yeah, a couple of comments before we move on. Optics101 says, uh, Cancelo will... Uh, ruin your dressing room. Just look at the reception he got when he came back to Etihad for Bayern's second leg. To cause that many shockwaves on loan takes a special sort of idiot. Uh, again, votes against the Cancelo loan or transfer, whatever you want to call it. Um, again, it's one of those players who seem to be on top of the world and then just had a terrible fallout 
uh, first against Pep and then against the whole team and then again at Bayern. Uh, it's a shocker, definitely. But, I mean, to be fair, uh, the players who stand up against Pep, um, yeah, we know how that saga ends. Uh, and then we have when, Hassan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Javier, go on. No, I, I just want to point that out that something is, something is, is happening at Bayern. You know, like yeah, we, the the sack of Nagelsmann, the Mane incident with yeah. uh, Wasane. I yeah, think it was. It was. Yeah. So, and and now we have like uh, hearing about uh, Salihamasic and these guys. Bayern, it's almost our equal in terms of uh, greatness, in terms of anything, and, and also how they managed to do the, the negotiations and everything. And now they seem to be struggling for, for you. And I, it's, it's, it's a very good because we're one game again. I, I'm not going to jinx it. So, uh, yeah, the downfall of Bayern, don't get me wrong, I, it's, it's a blessed for me, but uh, it seems like, probably you will agree with me, but it seems like now the the current system is like oil money and or these state mm -hmm. uh, teams mm -hmm. against non-state teams you know like and and now we have to partnership with Bayern, and now we have to almost in in, in some regards be a partner with uh, with barca uh, and, and and i don't like this precedent you know like i don't want to to be uh, on, on the same conversation as them because i i, I truly hate them <laughs> and but but what I hate even more that the fact that oh they're saying like oh City has done something special I don't know who's who posted on I think it was you in the chat um, like uh, what uh, the power of uh, tactics and two billion dollars can improve your team you know like exactly it's, yeah, it's yeah. simple as that they did everything great they brought in a good coach they fixed their transfer strategy I mean they had the help of a couple of billion dollars but then again you know that's just details yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, the things with Bayern, at least from a fan perspective, I've, I've been talking to some Bayern fans and what they say, at least for the most part, is that the management has to be fixed first before they even move into uh, into the team stuff. Because uh, even starting from Khan uh, all the way down, it's just the fans are not rating it highly enough. There was also the shareholder slash fans meeting. Uh, where they decided to stay with the 50 plus one um, percentage of ownership, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Uh, just stopping sale of Bayern, you know, parts of Bayern, uh, just to keep it friendly with the fans, uh, owned by the fans, for the fans, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, as should be the core of football. Uh, but yeah, uh, the management has a lot to answer for, especially for how this season has been going on. They had a triple chance, and then now they're in trouble. So it's a um, Poetic in some aspects. Uh, for the people in the chat who don't know what Javier is referring to or who don't watch or uh, follow or care about Bundesliga that much, um, is that Bayern had a terrible loss today, which puts Dortmund within grasping distance of their first Bundesliga in God knows how many years. Um, but then that also makes Bayern probably, that also means that Bayern will probably be out for a lot more transfers, even giving out players, even bringing in players, potentially being a rival uh, in terms of transfer destinations. Who knows, man? It's it's developing 
Yeah, the fact that they need, you know, like if we need a number nine, because we need, they need a number nine even, even more, more you know, even like, more. Yeah. So if they want to bank with Osimin or someone like that, that mean that might open a, a window for uh for Alfonso Davis or they at Barça they say Joshua Kimmich is an option. So I, I, I will mean, not to I mean they they want to bring Gundogan and Bernardo Silva and Joshua Kimmich as uh, as possible transfers to Barca. And, and if you ask me, Yadu, and that's, this might sound uh, controversial, I really hope so, because all of those three are great players, mm -hmm. truly great players. I mean, we're talking about the captain of Man City, the captain uh, for Bayer, and um, Bernardo Silva that destroys Real Madrid. So they're good players, but they're not getting any younger. So if you ask me, okay, they're gonna sell who? They're gonna sell Pedri. They're gonna sell the young. Yeah, because... no, that's just not happening. I think those oh, will be oh, three transfers, and the fact that uh, Bernardo Silva has been interested and uh, talking for for Barca since at about three years before, and it just hasn't happened means that City will be looking for backups. So City will be looking for surprise, even more squad depth. Uh, oh. Or they expecting to to sell, uh, you know, like Ansu Fati and Rafinha for one hundred each? Yeah, no. I mean, realistically, about I don't, I don't think uh, this current Ansu Fati is valuable on the over fifty. I don't, I don't see that happening. Mm -hmm. And Rafinha, I mean, he has some market in the Premier League, but but I don't know if. I mean, he came from the Premier League. I think. Leeds or something. Yeah, yeah, he came from Leeds yeah. by 70, 70 millions, I think. Yeah. So they still owe money to, to mm -hmm. Leeds. Even if we sell him for the same amount of money, mm -hmm. there will be no gain. So true. Ferran Torres, Ferran Torres, they want to sell Ferran Torres. So of course, who wouldn't yeah. want to sell Ferran Torres? But it's realistically what? 30 million? And and I'm saying like he he only had uh, the Barca jersey to to say to to sustain for the membership million. for the membership yeah for the membership fee definitely yes. yeah but uh, uh, just, do if, uh, do you want to read some chat yeah just a couple of I mean because we're talking about number nine um, you know Bayern might be looking for a number nine there's always Vlahovic and Hassan says uh, he's had his talk in Vlahovic since uh, Fiorentina days and he would love it. Uh, really, I mean, I don't know. Even Sunaid says, I had such expectations from Lahoj. The finish was the Sevilla was neat. But his stock has definitely plummeted. That's true. Uh, it's also the fact that the system that, he, that he's playing in is not designed for scoring a lot of goals, which might be affecting him. Uh, but yeah, again, we will have to break the bank if we have to go for a transfer from Juventus to us. And they have even more problems to fix. Uh, it seems like a, a theme with the with the old teams. Now, uh, Hassan says, I wouldn't expect a forward to be putting up numbers playing in Allegri's haram ball. I mean, yeah, sure, sure. That part is true. But towards the end of the season, I, I don't know. Uh, Dennis says, I don't want Blahovic. He is not mattered level in my opinion. Uh, Dennis also says, uh, everybody was tired of Bayern winning the Bundesliga every season. 
Uh, and I think the Premier League fans will disagree. I think they're really loving the fact that City uh, is just moonwalking over them. Optics asks, uh, real talk though, do you think Haaland will really come to Real Madrid after your fans treated his dad and family in such a toxic manner? I mean, as I seem to remember it, his dad was the one who threw food at our fans. Uh, yeah, I but they, he, they, then he came to the, you know, the talk about the, that incident. He's like, oh, it was a normal incident, you know, like they weren't chanting against us and I was provoking them to like, you know, in a friendly way, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how, how long that could. Uh, no, it was all, you know, it, it was all just uh, for fun though. I mean, at the end, they just uh, shook yeah. it out. There was stuff on Twitter. There was stuff online being said about how it's all just, you know, it's, it's football, man. And this stuff happens. And Optic says, football is tribal, uh, just a human being. And as a human being, first impressions are lasting. And that really wasn't a good look, considering you want him bad. I yeah, mean, realistically, the Haaland transfer isn't happening right now, at least for another three years. And in that time, Haaland has time to come and score a bicycle kick like Ronaldo did against Juventus uh, when we win 5-1 for another Champions League. So, you know, fingers crossed that uh, our fans will applaud him then and then he comes to us. Uh, Sunait says, uh, when we knock, I'm sure everything's forgotten as banter. We are in Barcelona to disrespect in any way to which Scott, uh, Scott Heinem says... Uh, Yes, it was banter. Big up to all Hala Madrid. Yeah, man. And we're all caught up with the chat. Uh, so, Jadu, I was, when we were talking about the striker number nine position, I was thinking about, uh, so hear me out. Why don't try to bring Lukaku? As a, he's a solid uh, uh, substitution for Benzema. I mean, Chelsea would love to sell him. I don't have. I don't think Inter had the money sure, to sure. keep him. Yeah. So Chelsea needs needs to sell. So and we need a number nine. So maybe we can figure out something like around thirty million. And Lukaku is what 28, 29? Yeah, but Lukaku is also one of those players where it's a flip of the coin every day. Uh, in the beginning, even for Chelsea, he was playing like uh, he would win the Ballon d'Or. And the fall-off, literally a couple of games later, was immense. Uh, I don't think we'll take our chances again with another 28-year-old from the Premier League who has a history with injuries, a history with getting fouled, a history with Another team management another one from Chelsea. <laughs> another one from Chelsea. Yes, uh, that bridge has been burned, and uh, I don't think I think Todd Bowley would be interested in just keeping Lukaku around. Man, uh, potential Champions League winner, uh, major scorer, major presence for Inter. Who wouldn't want him on a team? It's it's a, it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting thought. Let's just put it that way. I, I I expect uh, Sonia Sonia to to bury me with the 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 thought of bringing Lukaku. He will he will be at me, of course. But I was just an idea. But uh, the dude probably just uh, mentioned it because uh, we, we talk about like a few seconds prior to the start of the podcast, and I we we know that we are a football podcast, but uh, Real Madrid won. Uh, European uh, 
the equivalent of Champions League for the 11th time. Uh, like in the few seconds, I, I wasn't because we are preparing to to the live. But if someone in the chat can comment the Sergio Yu uh, shot, it mm -hmm. seems like uh, like he had two seconds on the clock and he burned that, and we won 79 to 78. Ooh. So congratulations Fine. once again. Uh, another successful season by Real Madrid. We still have uh, Copa de la Reina, and this could be end up being. Uh, a solid, you know, the, the first team men's club, uh, we won four titles. Mm -hmm. don't, uh, don't people in the chat forget that? And those City fans that still uh, here and there, that Atletico de Madrid fan, uh, you, you hear it, Raul, we won four titles. So Atletico won zero. Um, One, yeah, man. It's uh, objectively, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a decent enough season that we get to say, okay, we won titles. But the fact is, towards the end of the season, everything is soaring because, I mean, football football fans have recency bias. It's always been the case. You're judged on the last three games you play, the last three matches you commented, and the last three matches you coach. Uh, it hasn't helped that the rumors of Carlo to Brazil has has popped up in literally the worst possible time in the whole season. Uh, but yeah, our recent performances are in putting are putting a strain on on what we won in the season. Yeah, uh, Copa yeah, del Rey been after what seven, eight seasons or something. When uh, it was thirteen, I think, almost ten years. Almost ten years, and yeah, Club so, World Cup before yeah. that. And let's not forget that this was a World Cup season. Uh, and it was a weird season too. So, all in all, and yeah, we lost in the semi-finals of the Champions League. We 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 buried La Liga in February. That's the the only thing that I will regret uh, or criticize this season is is the the fact that we don't compete for La Liga for almost half season. You know, like everything else, it seems like you can win or lose, but. Uh, being in the latest stances of every single competition is what you dream for. You know, like even if City and I and I really hope City lose against Inter and even even Man U beat them. I, I, that would be great for me. But realistically speaking, it's just not happening, that, is it? No, nah, it's not happening. <laughs> uh, I, I, for me, it would be the dream, but it's not going to happen. So. The fact that you're competing in every single competition, you know, like and, and, and like you said, the 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 rumors for Ancelotti and here and there, that the fact that Ramadan Benzema was, uh, uh, you know, sparkles from last season Benzema, and we have like, we cannot say that oh, Bini is a revelation season. Bini is Bini is the, the the best player in Real Madrid by a long like hands and down. Thibaut, yeah. Thibaut had a, a, an incredible season, and I mean, yeah, and now Castilla, I don't know if Castilla is still, uh, you know, like, uh, what's the, the opposite of relegation? What's the, what's the name? You know, like, promotion. They, yeah, they are, they are on the verge of promotion, I think. Yeah. Uh, Arbeloa's side won the, the competition, and like I said, the Femenino side had an Impressive, uh, you know. I, I I watch a few games, you know, like here and there, 
um, Feminino had an impressive uh, uh, second season compared to the first one. Definitely, of course, such improved. a major step they up. Improved. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. They improved some players. I mean, uh, I mean, Caroline Wilt, it, it's impressive football player. This uh, Linda Caicedo plays impressive football. Uh, a little downside for Atenea. I, I expect a little more for her, but she's still junk. But the fact that the Real Madrid as an institution is is, is so solid. Mm -hmm. that you and I and Sona and everyone on the chat is bitching about uh, the details, you know, like we, and, and that's the thing, you and I should only bitch about the details, you know, because we're not the, the president of Real Madrid, we are just fans of Real Madrid. So the fact that we, we be destroyed by Man City and this consequence for today. I mean, like I said, and you probably agree with me, the season is over. The season yeah. is over for Real Madrid. The, the next games, I, I think we we still have two games left. Mm -hmm. If Benzema could score seven goals and Lewandowski zero, okay, Benzema will want the Pichichi. Other than that, what else? You know? So just, maybe, just to just maybe to... debuting someone from Castilla. That would definitely be uh, a much better route than the one that we're taking right now. Just give the Castilla players something to look towards, you know, work forward to, because we have three games coming up. Uh, on the 24th, we're playing Rayo Vallecano at home. On 27th, Sevilla away. And on the 4th of June, we're ending the season playing Athletic Club at home. I mean, those are prime oppositions where you want to start um, you know, the youngsters give them a chance because this season, as we have just declared, it's over for all senses of the word. I mean, we are in the Champions League. There's just no, I don't know. There's, yeah, there's no competition there. Atleti are currently in second. We can knock them off just for the fun of it. If we can, uh, just go towards it. Uh, yeah, man, La Liga's wraps, uh, UCL's wraps, uh, and then it's all transfer season again. Just a couple of other um, chat stuff to catch up to. Uh, Optic says, uh, I do love you boys, good content, plus I'd rather hear news about La Liga here than anywhere else. That gives us confidence, Optics. Uh, that, that, you know, my G, come on. Yeah, yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, and yeah, man, just tell your friends that uh, we're doing a podcast and et cetera, et cetera. You know, get us closer to that 1K. Uh, Farouk says, Haaland is still two windows away. What do we do in the meantime? Uh, finish 20 points behind league winners. We need to find a solution for the here and now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be that that's the question on every fan's mind. Uh, what happens to the number nine from for next season and the season after that? You know, we need we need stop gaps and more than that, we need a really solid option for Benzema to be substituted. And he's happy about it. It's not like we're taking Benzema off for somebody that may or may not play. So, you know, yeah. Uh, Op uh, Sunej just thanks Optic saying you guys better give us Haaland and give Alvarez the respect he deserves in two years time. Love for the love. Yeah, man. Uh, or just give us Alvarez. I don't know. Uh, uh, Sunaid says, in my opinion, a signing like Chicharito would be good enough for a year or two. I miss that guy, by the way. That was such a pleasant surprise. They don't make 
players like that anymore, bro. It's just uh, if the the thing is, I mean, La Liga. This we're we're coming all the way back to the start of the episode. I mean, if La Liga makes it such an unpleasant environment to play in, and such a place where we have no money and no sponsors, I mean, why would players even come here? Yeah, like uh, Sunet was Sunet was the one that saying bring Chicharito slack. You know, do, do you remember Adebayor and Chicharito? Those two long deals were perfect for what what Real Madrid need at that moment. Mm -hmm. But I, 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 I'm, I'm of course I'm biased. Of course I'm biased. But for me, I have another option as a center forward now here now. It could be. Uh, uh, somewhere between I don't know 30 to 40 million, but it's uh, the Santi Jimenez. He he has an incredible season at Feyenoord. Mm -hmm. He's the highest Mexican uh, goal scorer in a season ever in every Feyenoord. Yes, that's true. Yeah, they they won the the what's the name Eredivisie, I think. Um, it's it's it, it could be you know like. Is if it works, it would be great. You know, like uh, he's 21, I think. So if if it doesn't if it doesn't work, just uh, sell it to you know like some Italian team and something like that. But mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he, he he was saying that oh, I have an incredible season here. Mm -hmm. uh, if Real Madrid is call is calling, you know, every every especially on. On, on the Netherlands, they, they they know how proper when to sell players. You know, they are experts in doing that. You know, every single Eredivisie uh, uh, player that has some, something to 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 improve, mm -hmm. we you name it. You know, like with someone like Luis Suarez or someone like even um, Ibra, mm -hmm. they they know how to sell. Even Haller, you know, yeah. with. I, I, I bring me so much joy once again. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna talk about Dortmund once again, but uh, today, uh, Haller scoring to uh, bring me so much joy, you know, like a guy that struggled for the yeah, first man. six months. Sebastian Haller is, is, now, is, a, is an actual inspiration. Sebastian Haller just, yeah, hands down, man, amazing. And this guy could, could solidify the, the, the Bundesliga title, so. Yeah, but that being said, I mean, Santi Jimenez would be a, a great option. Of course, I'm biased, but once again, yeah, a couple of yeah. Uh, couple of stats for the for the people in the chat. Santiago Jimenez currently plays for Feyenoord. He came to Feyenoord uh, with a transfer fee of four million, uh, 29th July, twenty twenty two. Been consistently, uh, so he played in thirty one games, started twenty games, uh, got two assists and fifteen goals, and he's Mexican and he's a forward and he's a uh, yeah, and, and if you have the 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 fact or, or the stats that do of the, I, I think he played Europa League. He's even more impressive by minutes and goal scores in the Europa League. So, don't 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 he just don't score on on, on the LBC. He still scores in European football. So that's another valid point. Mm. So, if you go to Feyenoord with thirty minutes, they probably gonna sell you. Oh, once again. Mm -hmm. And like uh, um, Farouk was saying in the chat, we need to do something 
between now and the potential, once again, potential move from Haaland. Because let's face it, City, if Haaland is still performing like this, City is never going to sell Haaland. Never yeah. in their life. But if Haaland wants to move, and that's a lot of if, you know, like the if with Mbappé is the same or even uh, we, I think we have more chances to bring in Mbappé than bring in Haaland at this point. So that's a, a huge if. That's that's that, that's a fair point. Um, I mean, talking about number nines, Hassan says Jonathan David could be a cheaper option. Um, Jonathan yeah. David, if I'm not wrong, he plays for Canada, right? He's the forward for yeah. Canada. Uh, all I saw of him was in the World Cup. It could also be that because the Canadian team was what they were in the World Cup. But I don't know. It, it seems to me that he would be, for us, he would definitely be just a backup. Just in case Benzema, you know, um, gets injured or decides that he's having a shit game. Uh, Dennis the Great says Jonathan David is not even Tottenham uh, level. He should be nowhere near our club. Uh, Sunay says Jonathan David is average. I wish we didn't have standards here. So there you go. Uh, words of no confidence from people in the chat. Yeah, but uh, uh, someone in the chat, what do you guys think about uh, Santa Jimenez? I'm, I'm here alone. Do you guys ever watch the, any Feyenoord game? Um, who else? Well, if, if someone in the chat could uh, ask, uh, like proper, proper uh, answer, don't, don't, don't give us Haaland once again because we we all discussed that that is not happening the, at least this summer. Who, if you have the money, uh, who who would what, you bring? Who, who are you going for? Yeah, man. And also, you like yeah, do come on. We are on the verge of one K. Tell, like you said, tell your friends. Uh, who who wouldn't want to be the number one, uh, the thousand uh, subscriber for this podcast? The you can brag to your friends. You can brag to your friends. We can give you something special, probably not money, but a, a shout out uh, or something like that, special in the chat, like uh, make you uh, a post on Instagram. Uh, spread thanking the news. You. Yeah, thanking you to be. Uh, the thousand subscriber, yeah, man, it's happening for sure. Uh, Sunay the, the saying, Sunay the saying, Adayemi, but Adayemi is not a number nine. Adayemi coming in would be the same as, uh, I, I don't know, Rodrigo. yeah, Vinny and Rodrigo, definitely Vinny and Rodrigo. I mean, whenever he's played on the right wing, Adayemi has been a hit and miss. Um, but on he the left, false number nine. Today. True, through the through the middle For of the pitch, yeah, through yeah. the middle of the pitch, combining um, with Bellingham has been really good, especially his pace. Uh, but then again, I don't see Dortmund parting ways with him, and he's not a player we desperately need as a number nine. If we can grow into a number nine, then maybe in a couple of years. But yeah, it's still not a not a and stop. Still another at least eighty million, eighty million for Alcaraz. Oh, yeah. bare minimum, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dennis the Great also says, I don't want uh, Jonathan David. Jovic is better than him. Uh, <laughs> that transfer is just not in my memory. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but if it happened, like 60 million for Benfica for that guy. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, it just wasn't working out with Jovic. It's, uh, it's, it's football, isn't it? Uh, Hassan says, okay, what about Balogun? 20 league goals this season. 
actually not a bad point. I mean, I haven't seen enough of Balogan, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting option. But I don't think again. Um, Did you know the price tag for for Folklore? No. What, what was it? I, I mean, Folklore would be Folklore for the especially for the national team. Folklore uh, was actually decent, uh, even given the way the Germany crashed out. He was still decent. Um, I think age comes into question there, though. Uh, it's also the fact that he is not a regular starter, and when he starts, it's uh, again hit or miss, pretty much like uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Danielson Emmanuel is back. Hi, Danielson. Uh, he says, "I don't think we need a backup for Benzema." Interesting. We actually need his uh, replacement. Come on, guys. Let's not start this Arsenal fans thing of being contented with the failure. <laughs> 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 to his Farouk says shots fired and so he says Benzema's not going anywhere for one more season uh, yeah man uh, we can bring in uh, a number 9 as a substitute and then hopefully enough time enough presence enough chances to be Benzema's successor uh, Tas Aliba says uh, the option Robert Firmino Robert Firmino Bobby Firmino really um Worst comes to worst, maybe. Uh, Ivan Tony in January. If I'm not wrong, Ivan Tony just got a ban from football for what eight months. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. And Filipino, yeah, would be a, a free transfer fee, but but even Liverpool I mean, don't start him. So yeah, he's long gone. His prime, you know. Yeah. Like, it would have been that way. I mean, realistically, if we needed, uh, if we were going for a Liverpool transfer, I would have said we should have gone for Mane. But yeah, after this season, after his fall off, I just don't know. Uh, Ivan Tony will be a minimum sixty million pounds. Um, Tasaliva says it's interesting. It's an interesting concept bringing in Ivan Tony because it's a different kind of player we would have to make some changes put some systems around but we can make it work i just don't think he will want to come play in madrid for some for some reason if real madrid come calling maybe uh hassan says i think we need a big number nine and make benzema the backup but the club won't do it yeah just that yeah no probably not uh not gonna happen yeah that just isn't gonna happen uh, Dennis the Great says, Evan Tony, decent, but come on, we are Real Madrid, so probably not. Uh, but as a backup, I would take him again. Interesting yeah. concept, but I just don't think it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, man. and yeah, and also the, the Spanish um, media saying like Gerard Romero and also uh, Jose Lu, Jose Lu that loves to score against us. and He's, he's playing for Espanol, and if Espanol gets relegated, uh, he's definitely gonna move. So, but once again, it's a it's a, it's a big if. It's a big if, yeah. Joselo would be a good addition. I mean, he's he an knows, academy player. Exactly, he's an academy player. He knows how how the system works. He's also steady low enough. Risk. Yeah, low risk. And he's a proper number nine. 
Uh, he's a proper number nine. Also true. Would be a cheap option, especially if uh, it's a relegation battle, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Farooq says, Tony is a great shout. Um, Man's a hustler as well. Our players are too nice. To which Tassaliba says, hustler in what way? Because he is a hustler off the pitch too, as it seems. <laughs> well said, Tass. <laughs> that there couldn't have been a more diplomatic way to say it. Fair enough. Yeah, man. Uh, I think that's pretty much all things covered because we talked about, we mentioned the game, which didn't need too much mentioning. <laughs> uh, there wasn't too much to go on about in the game, honestly. Uh, it's just one of those matches which shouldn't really matter that much, uh, but it did for all the wrong reasons. Uh, and then we mentioned how the team should ideally uh, change and improve in the coming season. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I I expect that for the next time you and I have the, the show on this podcast, uh, two things uh, will happen: uh, Borussia winning the Bundesliga, and they announce the transfer for Jude Bellingham. Because those those two are going to happen, hopefully, with a week uh, in you know in time. Next Sunday will be Bundesliga for uh, Borussia, and I think Real Madrid uh, and Borussia will announce uh, Bellingham at the uh, at least at the beginning of June. I don't see uh, happening uh, even further than that. So kudos to to Bellingham, and unfortunately, I'm not going to wear my Bellingham uh, jersey because, like you and I, would talk about that. I have. Uh, buy it from I don't know since February and it it is still gonna only uh, came to I think it's September so is it, uh, hopefully I'm gonna yeah yeah I don't know why it's uh, taking so long to Puma to 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 restock and I don't know why but out of shock because he was having a phenomenal season uh, <laughs> no. it's 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 a black you know like the the oh, old black yeah version. oh the matte one. Yeah, it's a sick jersey. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of couple of uh, notes to the chat. We might be having a special a Dortmund special uh, podcast coming your way. So you know, just turn the bell on if you would like to be updated, or just follow us on socials, or just yeah, just keep coming back whenever we have a live. You know, because uh, we are here week in and week out, um, talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, man. Yeah. It's uh, other than that, uh, just just notes on Bellingham, I guess. A uh, couple of reports that couple of rumors or the sources are Marsa, which is why I don't want to believe it in too much. Um, and then every other <clears throat> news agency uh, cite Marsa as a source, and they said that we've had. Um, we've agreed to personal terms. Uh, it's happened two weeks before, and we're just waiting for what waiting for developments at the end of Bundesliga before official announcements. But there's still a lot that can change. Uh, there were also reports that Bellingham was cited cited uh, in London for discussions. So there, if there is something there, I don't even know. But he's from England anyway. Also, something to think about. But yeah, those are those those are the news that we have at this point. Everything else is just rumors that I don't want to give a platform to. 
that's pretty much it yeah uh, yeah madridistas shake it off another uh terrible loss against one of our biggest rivals uh valencia congratulations on not getting relegated uh atletico congratulations on winning the second place trophy and for all of you in the chat that were not subscribed subscribe please give us a like share we are on the verge of the 1k we hope that we get it at the end of the season that will be huge for us that would be the the great uh start for the season three of the podcast so we hope to to manage that and like Yadu said expect the the Borussia Dortmund uh, show uh, soon we we didn't have the exact date when we do um, be attention on our socials and the in, in the Instagram so we can uh, probably it's going to be Yadu and I because we, we are the the two that watch Bundesliga the most but yeah um I don't know if you want to wrap this up or you want me to say goodbye but Hello Madrid guys. Hello Madrid guys. Just a shout out to Real Madrid committee, our partners on Instagram as usual as ever. And yeah, don't forget to subscribe, leave a like and uh, leave a comment. Just saying you subscribe just just for us to know, you know. Take care guys. Have a lovely week ahead. See you soon. Hello Madrid.